Welcome to our podcast series on the Mumbai Blasts of 1993. In this episode, we will explore the political fallout of the bombing attacks, bomb disposal activity by BDDS, swift police action, and investigational breakthrough in the Mumbai Blasts of 1993. Situation at Centre Delhi Politics. The Mumbai blasts of 1993 resulted in a political fallout as the Union Home Minister and MOS of State for Internal Security were both away attending a BSF event at the time of the first attack. The Home Ministry in New Delhi was alerted late, which was a serious lapse in terms of the country's security. The ministers were informed and a meeting was called to take stock of the situation. The home minister dispatched a team of ballistics experts and NSG officers to Mumbai and planned to go himself the following morning. The home ministry control room was instructed to flash alerts for all state capitals. The MOS of State for Internal Security also tried to contact the prime minister to inform him of the situation, but he was away. When the prime minister returned, the MOS briefed him and offered to go to Mumbai to take stock of the ground situation. The home minister also decided to join and the prime minister instructed them to go together. The prime minister's advisers felt that he should also visit Mumbai at the earliest opportunity due to the criticism he faced for delaying his visit to the Rayotun city in January. Response of bomb disposal squad local administration and terror investigations bomb detection and disposal squad the bdds for bombaywalas was an arm of the crime branch and was reckoned as the best bomb handling and defusing outfit in india it was well equipped and had a well trained staff comprising 3 inspectors 9 sis and 15 constables senior pi nand kumar chogule headed the bdds since july 1991 He was the finest in Mumbai and was called Nandu by his colleagues affectionately. Initially, he did not know much. However, became good after intensive training with NSG in Delhi and 203 bomb disposal unit at Khadki, Pune. On 12th March, the BDDS received an urgent call about an explosion at BSC, interrupting their otherwise uneventful day. Chogule and his team quickly loaded up their specialized equipment including a radio cable control mobile investigation unit explosive detector portable x-ray and metal detectors into their van along with their most important asset zanji a trained golden labrador specialized in sniffing out explosives arriving at the scene the bdds team found a horrific scene of scattered food shards of glass and pools of blood The explosion had taken place in the basement car park which could accommodate around 200 cars and several drivers were found dead behind the steering wheels. The air was thick with noxious gases and Chogule suspected the use of a high intensity explosive like RDX weighing at least 40 to 50 kilograms. Despite the danger, Chogule and his team were determined to search for a possible second bomb. which terrorists often set up in tandem to target rescuers after a thorough search with zanjeer and the edm 97 they found no second bomb but the team received news of another explosion at the air india building in nariman point chogule and his team rushed to the scene where they found a similar scene of destruction and loss of life chogule investigated the source of the blast 
a mangled ambassador, and observed a seven-foot-deep crater with a diameter of at least ten feet. After a long and exhausting day, Nandu Chogule handed over some bags and AK rifles that he found in a van to the Worli police and returned to BDDS office after midnight. He called the police control room to check if there were any more emergency calls, but he was told that only his wife had called several times. With weariness in his voice, he called home and his wife Madhuri picked up on the second ring. Madhuri immediately started asking him how he was and whether he had eaten dinner yet. Nandu smiled and told her that he would not be coming home that night and hung up. He closed his eyes and crossed both legs on his desk, pretending to sleep, hoping to get some rest. In the end, the BDDS team's bravery and expertise helped save many lives and prevent further casualties. Their story is a testament to the importance of specialized units like the BDDS and the importance of constant training to prepare for unexpected situations. Solving the Jigsaw Puzzle On 13th March, Mumbai woke up to the aftermath of 13 bomb blasts that had rocked the city the previous day. The newspapers carried banner headlines with varying reports of the number of people killed and injured. Reporters were trying to gather as much information as possible, and rumors were being reported as facts. One common theme was the growing power of the mafia in comparison to the police and government agencies. However, no terrorist group came forward to claim responsibility, which was unusual. Commissioner of Police, A.S. Samra, knew that his day would be spent dealing with politicians and dignitaries which would take him away from the active investigation. He had been brought in as the Commissioner of Police in January to maintain peace, and his relationship with the new Chief Minister, Sharat Pawar, was not cordial. Nevertheless, Samra was confident in his team's ability to handle the investigation. The biggest hurdle they faced was the lack of information on the orchestration of the bombings. The scale and meticulous planning suggested that it was the work of a terrorist group. Samra suspected the involvement of several international terrorist groups such as Hezbollah, Hamas, and LTT. But his gut feeling was that the bombings were related to the communal riots of December and January, pointing to the involvement of Middle Eastern groups and the ISI. As Samra was pondering on these clues, JCP Singh, additional CP Chakrabalti and Gafur entered his office. They too suspected the involvement of the ISI and suggested that they needed to focus on getting more information from the scene of the crime. The investigation was going to be a long and arduous task, but Samra was determined to find the culprits and bring them to justice. Accidental Breakthrough in Unearthing Plot of Terror on a Sunday afternoon, Rakesh Maria was looking forward to spending time with his family, but a phone call changed his plans. Inspector Shinde reported a suspicious-looking scooter parked in front of a building in Dadar, suspecting it contained explosives. Maria quickly cordoned off the area and called the bomb squad. The situation was chaotic when Maria arrived, but senior inspector Chogule took over, and with the help of Major Vasant Jadhav of Sahar Airport, they were able to safely defuse the bomb. Later that day, Maria decided to visit the Mahim police station. 
He was informed by Samra that there had been no breakthrough in the investigation of the scooter incident. Maria called ACP Bhaskar Dangli to check on the progress of the investigation and to find out more about the owner of the scooter. He learned that the owner of the Maruti van was Mrs. Rubina Suleiman Memon and decided to visit her residence. Upon arrival, they found the building wrapped in an uneasy calm, and most of the family had not been seen since Monday. They discovered that the missing car was registered in Rubina's name, who was the wife of Tiger's elder brother Suleiman. Tiger Memon was a smuggler with a long criminal record, and he had been present until the day of the blasts. Maria wondered if the Memons could be linked to the bombings and decided to search their residences. The police broke the locks and ransacked the place. A crowd of onlookers gathered outside, watching as the police conducted their search. Maria continues to investigate the bombings. During a local iftar dinner, Maria develops a rapport with Tiger's neighbors who are more than willing to help the police. Through conversation, Maria discovers the name and whereabouts of Tiger's manager, Asghar Mukadam. Excited about the new lead, Maria reassigns Inspector Dangle to locate and bring Asghar to Mahim police station for questioning. He also tasks Dangle with contacting the RTO to trace the owner of a key found during the raid. Maria suspects it belongs to one of the memons but needs to verify it. Later that evening, Maria calls his wife and tells her that he will be late before heading to Mahim police station. There, he questions Asghar about Tiger's activities, learning about his smuggling and Havana operations, as well as his brothers Ayub and Yakub. Asghar claims to know nothing about the bombings, but Maria detects a wavering note in his voice. Thin and nervous, Asghar is easily broken by the police's special treatment and begins to talk on his own, not always coherently. He reveals that Tiger and Javed Chikna left for Dubai in February to train young men in handling arms and ammunition for some serious plans in Bombay. Asghar wanted to quit but was told he could only leave after settling all accounts upon Tiger's return from Dubai. In the first week of March, Tiger returned from Dubai and took stock of all the dealings that had occurred in February and March. On 11th March, he summoned Asghar to his home and gave him a list of tasks to complete before he left for Dubai once again. Asghar was then sent to the airport to obtain Tiger's boarding pass for 12th March. At around 4 a.m. on the 12th, Tiger arrived at the airport and instructed Asghar to go to Al Husseini and complete some tasks assigned by a man named Anwar Theba. Tiger then departed for Dubai, leaving Asghar with his duties. When Asghar arrived at Al Husseini, he found Anwar, Chikna, Ghani, and several others loading cars and scooters with black chemicals and inserting aluminum pencil-like objects into them. It wasn't until 5 a.m. that Asghar finished his tasks and left the location. After hearing Asghar's story, Maria instructed Dangle to question Mukadam further and record his confession under Tada provisions. Maria realized that in his pursuit of an international terrorist organization, he had underestimated the capabilities of a local smuggler he had never even heard of. Later that day, 
Maria took a short nap and a hot shower before briefing Samra and JCP Singh on the information they had gathered and the arrests they had made. Shri MN Singh said he would visit Mahim police station to discuss the case further. Mukadam remained in police custody for days after his arrest on 18th March and DCP KL Bishnoi recorded his confession on 23rd March. What happened to Mukadam between the 14th and 23rd of March is unknown. The bustling city of Mumbai continued to buzz with activity despite the devastating bomb blasts that occurred on 12th March 1993. For most bombates, the Bombay Stock Exchange had reopened within 3 days of the incident, providing some sense of normalcy. However, for the police force, there was no rest as they worked tirelessly to investigate the bombings. Rakesh Maria, an officer in the traffic department, was appointed to lead the investigation team and was given free reign to handle the case as he saw fit. He handpicked a team of officers primarily from the traffic department as well as from Mahim and Worli to assist him. The team included Dinesh Kadam, Subhash Varpe, Jolly Varghese, Dhananjay Down, Virendra Vani, naval driver Abhay Shastri, Kirdant, Subhash Gunjal, and Didar Singh. With Srirang Nadgoda serving as Maria's personal assistant. Maria was known for inspiring loyalty among his juniors, and his team quickly became a closely knit unit. Meanwhile, DCP Arup Patnayak of Zone 7 formed his special team, and CP Samra headed a third special team that included three veterans from the IPS: Sukhdev Puri, Gyanchand Verma, and Ambalal Verma. The focus of Samra's team was to investigate specific aspects of the bombings, such as the financial records of Tiger Memens Firm, Altaj International, and the bombings at the three hotels. Despite the challenges ahead, the investigation teams were determined to bring those responsible to justice. Thank you for listening to this episode. As we have seen, the aftermath of the 1993 Mumbai bombings brought about a surge of investigative activity from various police teams. In our next episode, we will explore the progress made by these teams as they unraveled the conspiracy behind the bombings and brought the perpetrators to justice. Stay tuned for another episode of this gripping story.